everybody to the Fire This Time podcast. Episode 15. Yes, sir. My name is Sonny Ture. And I'm Aki the G. And uh, we're so happy to have you here back, like Aki said, for episode 15. Going to welcome the people, Aki, man. Yeah, thank you for joining us, for joining us one more time, you know. We back to give you the fire, as usual. You know, we got a, a fascinating show for you today, you know. But as always, you know, remember to like and share, you know. Look for fire this time on Instagram. Oh, do we got an Instagram? Okay, yeah, we, we got, got an Instagram. Instagram. We, we got, got Instagram. the Instagram. Okay, we got yeah, Instagram. Instagram page kind of fire. Okay, then we got You know, we got we moving around. We do a lot of different yeah, stuff. Yeah, we, 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 we on Twitter, and you can search us, uh, uh, the Fire This Time podcast on Facebook as well. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at Fire This Time Pod. So, yeah, look us up. Also, drop this link in your people's inboxes on their timelines, messages, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it moving on. So, Aki, this episode, uh, just to get into some of the topics we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about uh, this crazy ad that came out, <laughs> uh, Booty to the Pose. Booty man. to the Pose. Booty to the Pose. Yeah. Get your booty. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. What you mean you're not going to vote? You know what that, remi- okay. you know that reminded me <laughs> yeah. of real quick? What was that, uh, the, you know, the, uh, the college that used to come on? Uh, TV he's like Different world No 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 The college commercials They used to advertise For the college Like what What you doing Sitting on your couch Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> You gonna earn your degree yeah. In five yeah. months <laughs> <laughs> Oh shoot Hey man Yeah man Yeah Yeah so, Yeah we're gonna talk about that If you don't know You're gonna find out Booty to the polls Yeah uh, We're also gonna talk about um, Of course The Breonna Taylor uh, Decision that came out while expected, you know what I'm saying? Uh, still a lot to get into. All that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Lot to Call it what it is. And, uh, yeah, but uh, to start things off, uh, we got a really special, I, I, I know y'all heard the news. Public announcement, baby. This week's fire. This week's fire. Tupac is still alive, y'all. Still alive! Of course, we learned that from Senator Kamala Harris. Yeah. Uh, when she was asked by uh, Angela Ra. Mm-hmm. She would know, too. She know she worked for the feds and stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she would know. Angela Ra asked her, who, uh, who's your favorite uh, rapper that's alive? And Kamala's first answer was Tupac. <laughs> 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 this is the same person that was, what, smoking weed, listening to Tupac? You know, that that was the, the story she told The Breakfast Club, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, that's sort of hard to believe right there. But you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? If Tupac is alive, I don't think Tupac laughed, by the way, y'all, just let y'all know. Tupac was alive, he would not be this quiet. He's hmm. going to be somewhere talking shit and talking it loudly and, and proudly. And that was the joke Angela Ross said, oh, you must mean Tupac's still <laughs> alive. No, of course, Kamara was like, oh, I keep on doing that. <laughs> and then, Looking over in the corner and shit like she... <laughs> Pandering us, and then Angela Rye was okay. Pushed her again. Okay, who was your you know favorite rapper? That's a lie. Kamala thinking about it, thinking about it, and then she says, "You didn't see this part, Aki, because the clip we watched cut off." She Kamala's Harris said, "I would name somebody, but I feel they should stay in their lane. There's so many to name, but I just feel like they should stay in their lane." And I was like, "Do you just pick a random phrase from Black Twitter <laughs> <laughs> and, and just say it?" 
man, hey, they, they, you know, they. It's hard to put somebody in some place and, and get her to appeal to people that don't know. <laughs> Bruh, pandering eyes. Pandering. So, you know, that's just the week's five right there for y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right, but uh, before we, uh, you know, get into the Breonna Taylor uh, case, tragedy, murder, uh, and all that, let's talk a little bit about this booty to the pose. Yeah, man. So um, I came across this on Twitter a few days ago. Today's Saturday. I think I've probably seen it Thursday, something like that, Friday, Thursday. And uh, like so many of us, I thought it was a joke. For those that don't know, just a quick description. Go and give the people a description, Aki, because I, I I made you watch it today. So, I mean, for people that ain't watched it, what can they expect, bro? I'm just going to say, hi. okay, the, the, the joint come on, right? And I'm going to keep it real. It looked like a um a Megan Thee Stallion video. Hmm. Looked like a WAP video or something, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You see, you know, some sisters, you know what I'm saying? They doing their thing on the pole, you know. They got a little beat jumping, you know. I'm hearing booties and booties to the poles, but then just like they fade and like the strippers start talking about voting. Yeah, that's some other shit. But yeah, about voting. And like, what's he say? Like, oh god. <laughs> Bro, the one that killed me, she was like, one of the strippers was like, you can't make it rain if you locked up on some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I'm going to keep her, like, first, it's a lot of shit to go through your mind, you know, because as a man... I had to put myself in check. <laughs> Real talk, bro. As a man, I had to put myself in check. You know, I made me question myself. But the Democratic Party just sucked that low. Demo- they get to talking. The stri- like, you think that's going to make niggas... And this ain't this ain't us saying that this was endorsed by the Democratic National Party. But th- <laughs> yeah. But this is something birthed from that liberal ideology that undergirds the Democratic Party. Okay, so okay, I so maybe I'm thinking wrong. It wasn't it, like so this is just somebody independently doing this. It seems so. It, I, but okay. Th- that that's something to be explored more. Now, what do we know about the people that made it? That's a good that's a good question. Angela Gomez is the director and the funder and uh she's somebody uh, a black woman that works in Hollywood. And um, now there, we did watch a YouTube video from Little Miss Firecracker on YouTube, and she alleged that Angela Gomez, either Angela Gomez or the producer Paul Fox, who we couldn't find much about, mm-hmm. were former staff members of uh, Pete Buttigieg's campaign. Mm. Which then, you know what I'm saying, if you're a conspiracy theorist like I am on weekends, <laughs> you, <laughs> you start putting, you know what I'm saying, we know Pete Buttigieg was involved in the, uh, into, what was it, the intellectual community? Intelligence. No, inf- that, information it, it, community. 
Intelligence community, yeah, yeah intelligence community. You, th- he was military and he was an intelligence. Right, them spy motherfuckers. Yeah. Then, yeah. then, then we go James Bond type. Right, we, we we know all your business. We we all up in, you know what I'm saying, everybody else's business, every other government's business. He, you know, he was part of that wing from my understanding. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, former staff member Pete Buttigieg involved in a campaign to try to influence the black male vote through ass cheeks. Ass cheeks, I can't. I don't know. That seemed like it's Boondocks and Black Mirror in one. <laughs> yeah, Boondocks would work. Boondocks would work something like this. Boondocks would work something like this. Easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Because, like man, like... uh. So, okay, there's, there's pushback real quick, Aki. Uh, of course, when this come out on Twitter, Angela Gomez responds that uh, because black men vote less than black women, no contextualization to why those numbers might be, you know... You know, this is a statistic I just read that around one fifth or one fourth of black men have felony fel- felony convictions mm-hmm. in this country. One out of four. So, if black men are voting ten percent less than black women, you know, maybe there's some structural reasons supporting this. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, and of course, we're, we're setting aside all the progressive black feminist tenets that black men hold greater than any other group. Uh, alongside black women uh, You know So We know all this About black men But you know uh, Angela Gomez In getting this pushback She says That uh, she, let, me, let me pull it up So I don't mess it up She says That uh, She wanted black men To pay attention How did you pay attention Haki I seen ass Then I felt disrespected When they start talking About voting Hmm. I shouldn't feel bad for seeing ass. But I am finna feel bad and feel fucked up when you think that that's gonna get black men to vote. They think that the best way to communicate to black men is through our sexuality because they feel we're hypersexual savages. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's- we think more than just that. We we can tell the difference. Like... Uh, God forbid they make an infomercial engaging our political interests. There you go. You know what I'm saying? You ain't talking and the, about and nothing. The, and the needs of black men, the political needs of black men. She said, you can't make it rain when you locked up. That tells you right there. Like, how could... And, it, you know, that's how a lot of these bougie, reactionary, black feminists feel about us, bro. It, and you know what, though? It was some men who worked with on this bullshit. For sure. I mean, black feminists can be men and women. You know, I, I would even say that the plan could be the it I, like now. I've got, now I'm on my conspiracy shit on the weekends now. Hmm. Cause like that's some real like like dive like diabolical stuff. You know what I'm saying? To try to have like. We just go put some ass up in their face, put them in the strip club, and then we're going to get them to vote. Nigga, that's not going to make it. No. No. You, you don't get it. You don't get it. And, and then I feel disrespected because, like, you think we that, you think we, like, that savage? Mm-hmm. Like, we just that, you know what I'm saying? We ain't, we ain't got no control. You know? And then it makes me think maybe it was produced. To make others think we're that savage or to support in other people's minds that we're that savage. Yeah, man. It's just, you know. Because other groups outside of black folk don't know black men. 
But this is made by a black woman And it's black women On screen You know giving it up In support of this ideal It seems like it's produced to convince other people What we're like Because what else could it be You know, go, go, you, know you know I don't you know it's hard to even You know but you know what? This that show that show we that show you what we at though mm-hmm. in this in all this right now. You know, um, um, they do sense that black people are starting to question something. You know, and for a while I felt that way too that they that we wasn't questioning enough. But I think now black people are because some stuff certain things are happening. All this stuff is is happening now, and you can see shit for what it is. You know. Um, the, the the words of pandering to the Democratic Party and 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 other things um, where our loyalties may lie politically, you know, all of those things are starting to really like now um, be questioned. So um, it's bullshit. That's all, all I way. can really say. All the way. Hey, and just to lean into this is a Saturday. We are leaning into the conspiracy theory on the weekends. <laughs> what what day was it? Was it yesterday, the day before that, where Tory Lanes, the day after the decision about Breonna Taylor come out, or the day of, Tory Lanes come out and say, I finally got an explanation for why or for my involvement. And Megan and Megan the style and getting shot in the feet, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, like if nigga, if you couldn't pick a worse time, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> do you got no sense of tact, my nigga?" Yeah, because it just <laughs> <laughs> setting wow. aside setting aside the fact that you know you already on BS. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Having this type of entanglement, yeah, you know, a violent entanglement with a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, you you don't read the room, bro. <laughs> like this is like we're 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 more than Brianna Taylor and this nigga gonna come out of nowhere talking about I finally have something to say. Yeah, like, we, we. I said it just toilet. Like, but that, it also make it like on the conspiracy theory tip. That's why I brought it up. It's like damn, like did this just come out? Was this manufactured? You know, is this a manufactured yeah. drama piece? You know what I'm saying for us to discuss right right when the Brianna Taylor stuff is happening and we're trying to discuss it on more critical, more nuanced deeper levels mm-hmm. because of, of what transpired yeah now we have all this stupid drama you know that's filling well, up the airwaves I, I still I, I mean what what did he say he came out with a whole album bruh oh you didn't even hear about this I, I, I key yesterday this nigga dropped a whole album where he's like hold on hold where a he, whole album listen now I, see I seen the post I just didn't look at it but he dropped a whole album that's what I was told, bro. I heard it was about 17 tracks. Explain. Yes. Bewildering. Like he flowing. I, bro, I don't even want to say this, but I heard that it slaps. I heard it's fire. <clears throat> so, Aki, this is not an endorsement of <laughs> the album at all. I'm not going to listen to it. Uh, the review I heard is enough for me. I mean, you never know. You might want to check it out. It might just be flame. Hmm. You know, it might be. You know, uh, hey, hey, it's like this: the best music is the music that comes from emotion and true experiences. You know, and you never know. But uh, I mean, I guess we, you know, 
We gotta wait to see what kind of reviews to get. He is waiting a little bit, minute. He, I mean, he waiting. He waited a little too long, man. You know. Yeah, maybe they had that date penciled in for a while. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I, I mean, it could be. I, I mean, I mean, if you ever seen Tory Lanez, and then you seen Megan Thee Stallion, uh, I think, uh, you know, what I'm saying she can she can beat him up. Well, Tory's claiming that he didn't shoot her. He claimed that he didn't shoot. Her. That's what I heard about the record he put out that he didn't shoot her. You know, so, and then he said something about how you get shot in your foot, but no ligament bone was hit. But that don't mean a bullet didn't cause that steal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. I I already seen enough of it, talked enough of it. You know what I'm saying? It seems like both of their careers are gonna be okay. It seems so. Okay. Um. They do what it is, huh? Yeah, I mean, but to bring it back real quick to the booty to the polls. Yeah. Because that, that's what we got started on, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, all these things, of course, hitting this week. Yeah. So, I mean, any last thoughts, last, something you want to say about booty to the polls? <laughs> any, any message to Angela Gomez? I would say, man, we. it's, it's more to black men than just booty. Hmm. We like concrete and substance. Hmm. We like more of that shit than simple. We not symbolic. Black men don't, ain't symbolic. We like concrete shit. Shit that we know it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, or something that's foundational. Um, and ass ain't one of them because ass can come and go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not foundational. So, um, Try to, you know, come up with some better things to come at us next time, which, you know, some concrete solutions, some of the issues that we face, things that we go through, you know, some of those misandry issues that, you know, you see floating around in society. And maybe, you know, we, we, we you know, maybe this ain't going to get niggas to the post. No, it's not. There's ass all over the internet. All over the internet. Free. Free. You know? And, and, there's some, and it's a lot free on the street. That's not going to get us to get to the post. At all. Uh... Concrete solutions, and then um for uh and, I mean Angela uh, Gomez yeah and they're alienating us you know what I'm saying like th- that type it's of disrespectful stuff. right right anybody that really value us see that you know what I'm saying and can understand why it would alienate us you know what I'm saying from this liberal or you know democratic uh, I guess political base you know what I'm saying uh, and they sh- they show us what they think about us at every turn. It's like they think that we all, that sex is the only thing we understand. Mm-hmm. Like really, like it started off. I'm thinking it's like a video. Like I'm thinking, I honestly, it looked like the WAP joint. But you know, I. I guess you got to carry those beliefs with you if you're trying to assimilate higher within a system that relies on our imprisonment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That it relies on our deaths. You know what I'm saying? You 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 have to rely on the on the theories, you know what I'm saying, that describe us as hypersexual. Uh, that's what that's what makes sense in your worldview. This is terrible. It is. <laughs> Real talk. Okay, this is terrible. Black mirror mixed with boondocks. <laughs> I need to put that in a bar, I Yeah, <laughs> put that in the bar, cause uh that that, that issue, man, it's like Yeah. Yeah, 
You know, and I ain't even gonna go no further. We done said enough on the subject, y'all. Uh, let us know what y'all think. You know what I'm saying? Booty uh, to the polls. Yeah, let us know what y'all would think about booty to the polls. You know, hit us up on our uh, Instagram or on Facebook, and then leave a comment. Let us know. You know what you think. So, with that being said, we'll end this segment. And uh, next up, we'll talk about uh, everything related to the Breonna Taylor. Uh, case and uh, the set and the settlement as well as the decision that was reached uh, and charges given to the officers or yeah, yeah. officer, goddamn it, yeah, the officer, all of them. Mm-hmm. All only, of them. Only, only one got charged. What I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying mm-hmm. we need all of them, want the whole gang on the guillotine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow at dawn, yeah, <laughs> say medieval status. Peace, peace. All right, welcome back, y'all. We back here with the next segment of episode fifteen of the Fire This Time podcast. You know we back up in here for it to give it to you and give it to you raw. You know what I'm saying? So once again, it's me, Sunny Teray, and it's Akita G. And uh, if you haven't yet, make sure you are uh, sharing, liking, supporting the podcast. Make sure you drop it on all your friends' uh, timelines, inboxes, whatever. The best way to reach them. If you're feeling what we're saying, if you made it this far in the podcast, make sure you're doing the next level supporting it. Because uh, that's how, you know, we're getting the word out. Anything on that, Anki? Nah. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. So, uh, what we're going to be talking about today uh, for this segment is the Breonna Taylor verdict. Or the the ver- the non-verdict, I guess we could say. Yeah. The injustice. And uh, it was uh, Kentucky Attor- Attorney General Wayne Brady. Oh, oh. <laughs> I keep on fucking up this. <laughs> I, mean, nah, I mean, I mean, I think that's a pretty decent assertion. Even though I think Wayne Brady might have a little more blackness than him. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm not even gonna diss Wayne Brady. It's, it's just a physical, uh, yeah, a resemblance. That's a, I ain't gonna put Wayne Brady on that <laughs> Daniel Cameron uh, yeah. level. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it came out. Uh, that they're not going to charge none of the officers involved for murdering Breonna Taylor in her home. Um, so, Aki, I mean, when you heard about this uh, last week, uh, I mean, gonna, what was your reaction? You know, I, I know we both expected it, but how it played out. It was one of those moments where you just be like, I, I, I knew this was going to happen. After I seen them settle with the city, make a settlement with the city, I don't know. Something inside of me told me, nobody going to jail. Hmm. You know? Um, my next thought after that then was the curiosity, okay, what the masses going to do now? And Yeah, so let's touch on that real quick. So there, there's been protests every night every day mm-hmm. in, in Louisville and around the country, you know, in different in different spots, uh over this outrageous uh I mean but ex- but expected uh response. Yeah, response yeah. uh from from the state. So I mean just, I I wrote down some of uh some some stuff in the notes. Uh one hundred there were one hundred and twenty arrests the first night of pro of protests in Louisville. That's a lot, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, I mean, they definitely went hard. Yeah, they went you know, hard. So, so shout, out, shout out once again to everybody in Louisville holding down. On the, the street. On the street for the movement there. And make sure if you listen, you got the means that you uh, you support their uh, bail funds or or, mm. or, or any, uh, you know, send any money to organizations on the ground doing that work. Causing righteous mayhem. Right. 
and uh, I mean even around uh, the country uh, New York City uh, protesters blocked the Brooklyn Bridge for two hours damn and over in Oakland, yeah, you know saw, they turned up. Oh yeah, I seen I Oakland. seen some footage over in Oakland. Them I, turning up. I think they hit an officer. They hit they they reported like two officers being hit with Molotov cocktails or bottles. I did see a cocktail, a Molotov cocktail get thrown. They yeah. hit nobody. But that same, I think I seen something like that. I, you know, either way, they getting it in. Mm-hmm. They are they getting it in. Yeah, so. I think we might have mentioned what was it? No, we didn't mention yet. The uh, two officers got shot. I I forget if that was in Louisville or somewhere else. But it was right after uh, I think it might have been Louisville Two hours got shot They got the brother that did it Okay uh, But you know uh, Allegedly you know, Yeah I allegedly I Allegedly did it. did it And If he did It, it was self defense Yeah self defense Righteous Righteous response The officers look suspicious All of them look suspicious So Yeah we know We, we know what that is <laughs> uh, But like we already know Citywide curfew uh, Enforcing Louisville uh, what else? Um, of course, the family and the protesters on the ground are still asking for official transcripts from the grand jury to be released, yeah. and also the rest of the body cam footage, mm-hmm. uh, if any is available available to be be released. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of questions over what exactly was presented to the grand jury because nobody trusts that Wayne Brady looking nigga. Yeah, well, they just came. We we seen some um, when they was talking about how they um. They got uh, some additional footage now, camera footage. Right. And that was footage of, I think, Officer Mattingly, who was involved in the shooting. Yeah. On scene, not isolated, against mm-hmm. departmental policy. Yeah. And, of course, uh, is that going to be taken up? Is there See, he was the one that was suspended. Okay. Remember, it was one of them that got suspended. And he, mm, okay. And he wasn't supposed to be there. You off, You ain't supposed to have no connection. There you go. And he he was there. So, hmm. you know, you got that, you know what I'm saying, jumping off and, you know what I'm saying, at least they're investigating it. And, you know, it's a, we know it's something shiesty mm-hmm. going on. I mean, uh, I mean, let's get into it. Um, also, uh, the ballistics report. Hmm. But uh, there was a ballistics report. It's funny, all this yeah. stuff, of course, is released after the verdict. Yeah. Or, or I guess not the verdict, but the grand jury decision uh, come out. Then all this other stuff come out. So the, there's a ballistics report that was released after the grand jury decision that was talking about how uh, they're not even sure if the bullet found in the officer's leg, the one that supposedly got yeah. shot. They can't identify that he was even shot by Kenneth Walker, mm-hmm. uh, Brown's boyfriend. Hell, they saying they got evidence that the bullet he shot hit the carpet. Exactly. You know, that's so. that, that's what uh, either I think the lawyer for Kenneth mm-hmm. Walker said. He said he seen, seen the full police report, yeah, and that the evidence showed that that bullet hit the carpet. So it's likely that the reason they didn't find out who shot the officer in the leg is because it was friendly fire. It's one of them who the, shot they still shot somebody uh, shot the exactly. <laughs> old cock. And, and now think about how useful that was in the whole narrative of what happened thus oh, yeah. far. You oh, know what yeah. saying? It was essential that a cop got shot in the it leg. Was a, it, it was a it was a manu it was a, a um an occurring a naturally occurring manufacturing. <laughs> shit that was just random and they was able to the the uh to, to uh you know what I'm saying capitalize off of one of them white creations. Yeah, what yeah, yeah, there we go. Fabrications. Yeah. yeah. One of Yaku's creations. Hmm. I mean <laughs> they conjured that up. That's the, I mean that's from an old book though. Yeah. How they how they wrote, you know what I'm saying? Right. 
But man, that's one of Yaku's creations. Some of Yaku's trick knowledge. Let <laughs> me stop messing with y'all. <laughs> so uh, let's also uh, Charles Barkley. Oh, open his mouth. Barkley uh, to speak about the incident. And um, no Barkley and Shaq. Right. And they showed uh, what I find found to be a particular callousness to the whole situation. Um, what do you think about the point that they were trying to make, Aki? The point of that you can't put Breonna Taylor, what happened, into uh, the same category as Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, uh, Mike Brown. I believe that. Yeah, that that was their argument. What do you think about what do you think about that, Aki? One, they sound like police. Mm. Shaq is a sheriff. Hmm. <laughs> he worked for them. There was a whole show on this shit on TV. They say that it's not the same because the officers came with a warrant. Disregarding the fact that the warrant was bogus, it's known now. That the warrant was bogus. And you say it's not like those men because those men or those others who were shot and murdered by police were shot and murdered. Some by by people that was trying to be the law. They wasn't the law. Trayvon, yeah. Yeah, Trayvon. And then two, they were murdered by officers who were not serving a warrant. Mm-hmm. So it's different because it was a warrant, mm-hmm. you know, put out there. That's what I got from it. And it was also different because Kenneth Walker, they say, shot back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That definitely that, yeah. Definitely mentioned that, too. Mm-hmm. So they sound just like what the fuck they are, police. Mm-hmm. Um, put it in a deeper perspective. It's like, I, I, like when I it didn't sound uncommon to hear that coming out of Barkley now. But Shaq, and then I thought about Shaq background. I thought about the fact that this nigga was the sheriff. Yeah. But I'm thinking, Ike, is this go? This is just another lesson on why we can't invest too much in only the individual instances or stories. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because uh, I think that lends itself too much to trying to rate which story is the best one. It and, brings and, division. And, and which victim is the best one to, to rouse sympathy from mm-hmm. our oppressor and from society, right? Yeah. Uh, of course, there, 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 that, there's a part for that to play in the movement. But, I mean, of course, if, if we start drilling down and, 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 and forming, I guess, different criteria to rate uh, sure, you can form criteria to place Breonna Taylor outside of of uh, these others for whatever reason, you know. But I, I just don't. I personally don't lend myself toward that thing. I mean, th- like what what happened to Breonna Taylor is a manifestation of our colonial condition. Yeah, just like what happened to Trayvon, what mm-hmm. happened to George Floyd, what happened See, to Mike Brown. He doesn't understand the big goal. See, for me, I believe you can put like I don't like I don't like to see that either, right? One trying to be more important than other. The common issue with all of them is that it was unjust murder mm-hmm. by police. Right. It's not 
Well, her her situation was different than his situation. It's not that. They was murdered by police. Hers just showed us that, damn, they even didn't get this ham on sisters, too. Mm-hmm. Which they have been doing for a minute. They just got caught in their shit right now, right? Mm-hmm. Same way they've been getting caught in their shit with all the brothers, right? You know? So... It's like they trying to make it. This is a group problem. We got po- we we dealing with a, a oppressive police force that's oppressing us. This is a group problem, make the individual type thing. You know but they it, trying to put know, into that. Anytime you're reliant on white funding, white attention, white sympathy, you're going to be caught up in that game. Well, of, yeah. of, of, yeah. of rating some victims more important and more valuable than others. Because certain ones, the funding is only going to think certain ones. Nobody's ever going to be for all black people. Mm-hmm. Only, only people that can be for all black people, African Americans, new Africans here in America, is new Africans. Mm-hmm. At this at, at, at this conjunction, that's the foundation of any nation. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, we sort of have to see that. You know, um, they 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 you know they just, that's just a tactic that those people use. Oh, and when I say those people, I mean the system. Mm-hmm. They use that to try to divide us because that distracts us. That's, that's something that we're dealing with a problem in in the movement right now. People bringing divisions because they come in with identity. Mm-hmm. So told me all these different identities. They just making it about the, this is the new thing. It's about identity. Like, nah, it's the same shit that it's supposed to be for a long time ago. Yeah. Long time ago. And in instances of police murder, an important identity is violent or nonviolent. You know, given the specific circumstances of what went down, like if if you are read as violent, such as Kenneth Walker and Breonna Taylor, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like your death is going to be received differently by those reliant on white people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, such as a Charles Barkley or Shaq, right? Exactly. So that that's why they say, oh, no, Breonna Taylor's not like the other ones. Well, whose criteria, whose perspective are you using to say that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because. um you know, it, it, yeah, the the perspective they want us to use just individualizes Breonna Taylor and what specifically happened to her, and and, and hyper focuses, hyper emphasizes that, right? Yeah, and and to the detriment of how that really, uh, I guess, falls within the context of a colonial situation because they don't mm-hmm. want us to focus on the gentrification yeah. that undergird undergirded. Brianna Taylor's murder yeah. and still undergirds the cover up of her murder and the police you know, attack on black folk exactly you know? all of this shit like that's not beneficial to them black people in America not relying on them or not or, 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 or being free and liberated from the apparatus mm-hmm. not relying but free and liberated from the apparatus it's Real one talk is this: they'll talk that shit all day, but they don't believe it. That's why they talk about building black businesses and all those things, all that such nature. But they don't really believe in that because they don't want to break independent from it. They don't want to take the rain, reins of their own joint. So it's like you know, it's not servicing them. They're not gonna necessarily run for that. But we see that, and there's certain people out there that's catching it now. We gotta change our value system. We we have to stop valuing the potential for white reform or white sympathy depending on how we present our grievances and our oppression to them and Mm -hmm. our victims to them 
we I, and I think it comes down to this. We talked about this uh, when we started recording this episode over the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like once we enter into that game of offering up the the best, you know, uh, focusing too much on offering up the best victim or set of victims to white people for their sympathy. You know what I'm saying? It gets us into a game. You know what I'm saying? Where you know our martyrs. You know what I'm saying? We're offering them up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We offer up our martyrs yeah. to the mainstream market. You know what I'm saying? And then, it, like, it, it, I, I think it, it spiritually kind of throws us off balance in how we grieve and how we, you know, resist. You know, as an mm-hmm. anti-colonial people, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know, and collective. You know what I'm saying? Like, it fucks up how we resist when we're just trying to prove our humanity to white people through our victims. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Well, we we, we got to change that. What do you well, think? Well, we got to take responsibility in some of that. It's not all. It's not all of it. Mm. But when I say that, I see, my fuck it, I call it what it is. I see niggas capitalizing on this shit these days. Mm-hmm. You know, people capitalizing off black death. Mm-hmm. I I never was particular on that lawyer that she got. He was Trayvon Martin's lawyer, um, and a couple other people's lawyer. It's about settlements. Nobody's going. Nobody trying to take that real task of. You a lawyer, and you taking on the actual state about this issue of police murder, and, and you know what I'm saying. So, people like to try to capitalize too off our our deaths. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we in this cap, super capitalist society where you can make money and anything can be sold, mm-hmm. and even black death can be sold to black people by black people. Mm-hmm. We, and we, we've seen a lot of people try to capitalize off of Breonna Taylor's death. And we saw, we've seen a lot of people, whether they be liberals, conservatives, and uh, or even feminists, capitalize off of Breonna Taylor's death. You I know, mean, like, where, you know, uh, they'll, they'll ignore all the structural issues that undergird police murder in our communities. Mm-hmm. Just to talk about uh, Breonna Taylor's femininity. And and they do it in a way where it pushes to the side any question of gentrification. It pushes to the side any any question of um, I, uh, unity or uh, and other things. You well, know. I mean, sometimes that 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 benefit and that capitalizing on death can be in getting media space to be seen. And from you being seen continuously in media space, that can lead to paid lectures later on. It's an individualist type thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we just, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it ain't everybody, you know. But I mean, this right here, this right here should ask, make us ask a question. This whole situation. Like okay, what we, now? Now what is this really about now? Like okay, we. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. I think people honestly thought, in real, and, and I understand how. I think I understand how they could have put this together. They said, "Ain't no way they're gonna let them shoot a sister. Nobody go to jail." Mm. Just in you know, just in our humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. You know, 
we feel okay. A, a, a man is, you know, that's, that's just as wrong. But like, you shot a woman, you know, kids and his daughter. I mean, but don't, don't what what's vital to the story is a black man shooting at the officers. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, a black man hit a shooting an officer in the leg. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. You know what I'm saying? That's an essential part of this story. Oh yeah, I mean, and, it, and it's inseparable. You know what I'm saying? Like we, like if, if we cannot answer the question of why Breonna Taylor's murderers were not brought to justice mm-hmm. without including within there that a black male shot a gun yeah. at a white man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That you know that's what's that that's what every explanation of why this came out the way it did mm-hmm. leans on. And I'm keeping uh, So, I mean, and, and what does that speak to? It speaks to the fact that black men have no right to uh, self-protection or sovereignty yeah. or autonomy from the state. To defend. To, to, to defend th- one's uh, family, to defend one's life and partner. Mm-hmm. We have no right. We're, we're not recognized yeah. as being fit for that by this white society. And mm-hmm. um, for a black man to attempt to do that righteously... Mm-hmm. Uh, we see how even that will overcome the sympathy that the society gives towards women. I mean, specifically, in, in even with you know, with us, you know, as a people, I should say. I mean, um, I've seen us do it with black men who bust back at police in the hood. You know. Yeah, we know. If he get caught, he's going to jail. Or he may decide not to go to jail. You know? But, like... It's always a threat of... That's why you don't see a lot of times large male gatherings. Like, the last major, major male gathering where black men was together was the Million Man March. And that was on some peaceful shit. That wasn't even on no violence. Like, that was on some peaceful shit, right? You wouldn't want to see... We well, Not to say you wouldn't want to see, but we know what, what, what response is going to come to us if we got even 10,000 out there. NFAC, Not Fucking Around Coalition, had maybe, what, 200? Maybe 100 out there with them? And that and 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 and, and that, that brought out all the militias. They was like, oh hell no, it's finna go down. They you know, they was ready to pop it up. They was what they was waiting for. You know, so black men with guns is always a threat. But I tell you what's a bigger threat. And it make and I'm thinking about a picture that I love with Robert F. Williams and Mabel Williams. That a black man and a black woman with a gun defending themselves is even a double threat. Cause they know if the mom and the daddy that way, they'll teach their kids how to be that way. And that's something you don't want. The resistance being transferred to a child to continue on that struggle. You know? So, like, they always work to get at the root. This shit plagues us all the way down to the foundation of the black the, the black nation, which is our families. Or, you know, our people here. Our, our core. You know, they they try to separate that 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 core. But... It's it's intertwined, you know. All of this shit is intertwined. It's a common struggle. It's a common thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like I say, I just wonder what the people gonna do, you mm-hmm. know. Like when I say what the people gonna do, mean like 
what are we gonna recognize? What 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 is our eyes gonna open up to in this? And do they? This case it can't help but cause me to think about our sister Tatiana Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. Now she was shot in Texas by a Texas police officer mm-hmm. through a window in her backyard. Yeah, and um, that uh, that officer was indicted mm-hmm. uh, for that. So I think that kind of uh, it, I, I guess I'm just trying to read our response. You know what I'm saying, and try to uh, try to understand. I guess in a more nuanced way. You know what I'm saying. What are the conditions that lead to one officer getting charged and the other one not? You know, and I, I guess it just always comes back for me too. You know, it. Uh, I guess did we fire back? Was there some type of defense? And I guess it gets into the warrant joint as well. Yeah, but um, that don't see that don't see if it's like this, right? If the war wasn't bogus, and you know. You still wouldn't have no reason. First of all, you wouldn't have pulled the... First of all, the real thing that I think people are missing is the no-knock. That's what people are really forgetting about. I heard about no-knock from a 1972 song by Gil Scott Harum, and he rest in peace, called No-Knock. Did a whole song on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This in, doing this shit in the 70s. It's been around. And I'm surprised that it just, you know, I know they do it. I know they still do it. I know they do it in Cali. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They kick your shit in. 5.30 in the morning. And that's what's another thing confusing or really telling about Daniel Cameron's, uh, I guess, his office's uh, position on this case. And, what. And I mean, of course, we were trying to find out what they presented to the grand jury. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the you know for the decision the grand jury made, but uh, yeah, you're exactly right, Aki. You're exactly right. I don't get him. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's you know that's it's it's a sad thing. You know what I'm saying? But it's like then when we say shit like nigga, you ain't American. You ain't no citizen of this shit. They look at us like we crazy. Mm-hmm. And it, and, I, and it come from just that sense of we don't feel like it. You don't get no justice in this bitch. You know? It's the sense of being an other, being treated like an other, that make us look at this bastard and say, I, don't want, I ain't a part of this. Hmm. At all. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, is it going to make you cling more to this? Or are you going to start saying, you know what, well, maybe we need to think about another alternative. Mm-hmm. Alternative and doing something different. Maybe we figure out how we can defend you know our own communities or you know even even legal action if you know what I'm saying if you're gonna say I'm gonna take legal action to get to suing some motherfuckers and stuff mm-hmm. you know we we know that until but no no they get free from that so check it out you remember when the uh when they made the deal they couldn't press charges pursue any more cases against none of the officers right that was part of the 12 million and you got to remember, they sugarcoated that with the reforms for the housing deals and the time away from desk duty to do community service work, air quotes. Uh, you know, those were the reforms that are part of the $12 million. Yeah. And also the no knock, no more knock, no knock warrants. So those are the, you know, but that's, there's nothing there about accountability. There's nothing. There's, it was a setup from the, I keep, we called it. 
We called it, Sonny. We called that. Mm-hmm. Like, man, nobody gonna do it. So that was the part that got us right there. You can't press. You can't. You can't press charges against the officers before any type of evidence pertaining to their criminal, potentially criminal behavior was presented and released to the public. You know, before man. any criminal behavior can be presented to the public, they say, "Okay, sign right here. You can't sue the officers or the police department." We gotta do better, man. We look. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, do, we gotta better. do better as as a not. In terms of national organizing, yeah, and, and, man, and have a response to these things. I don't, yeah, I don't, don't want to blame or place I ain't gonna blame any no, focus no, no. on you know Tamika Palmer or anybody else in, in no, Taylor's family. No, no, no. It's, I'm talking about when I say we got to do better, man. Like, like we got a man, <sighs> you know, like like that. We got to get organized. Organized also means specialized nationally. Man, these these deals, man. I I don't know. I like I said, I didn't even I I wasn't even thinking about all that in the beginning. I just knew when I seen the settlement, I felt like somebody ain't going to jail. Yeah, man. We we definitely gotta um, you know, get get away from trying to leverage individual individual cases for incremental reform. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, start really coming together around some real grassroots black nationalist political programs on a national scale. That's not what uh, the movement for black lives or the Black Lives Matter agendas are about or doing. Um, you know, so we have a lot of work to do yeah. in that in that regard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If we really want to change, you know, uh, this. um yeah, because you know these, these you know those reforms that's going down in Louisville, you know they're not gonna change nothing. They gave police officers free Section Eight, not free Section Eight, but Section Eight discounted, discount. And they're gonna let them move into the gentrified parts of the communities. You gentrified know parts of the hood, and then they get two hours. They must commit to two hours of paid. Hey, community service. Just think about that, Aki. Think about this. Sound like a Derek Bell nod, like short story. <laughs> sound like you, like in the faces at the bottom of a well. Derek Bell, he's the critical race, the founder of critical race theory, who wrote historical fiction and sociological fiction on, uh, you know, just uh, stories about the black condition, especially post civil rights, and you know, critiquing this post racial society that we supposedly live in. So this sounds like something directly out of there. We have a 